This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pets Aloud, Joy's very own show about pets brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. A big thank you to the Checkpoint team for keeping us updated on what's been happening in the gaming world. I'm Kristen and I'll be keeping you company until five today. Joining me to talk all things pets and animals is Emmanuel, volunteer and work experience coordinator at the Lost Dogs Home. Welcome back to another show. Thanks very much, Kristen. And sadly, your final show with us. Yes, unfortunately, I'm, I'm moving on after five years at the Lost Dogs Home to a, a new job. Um, so this is the last time I'll be on air, unfortunately. We'll miss having you as part of the Pets Aloud team. I'll miss it too. What's been, good. Your, what's been your favourite part about coming in to do the show? Um... I think just the the atmosphere at the at the Joy Station is just a, it's a great place to be. Um, lots of great volunteers and great people working here, and um, I love that we can promote the Lost Dogs Home, um, you know, to to all of Melbourne. So it's it's been a really great experience for me. And do you have a particular show that you? that really kind of stands out to you or they're all all amazing oh they're all good um i like checkpoint because <laughs> uh our, our colleague kevin is on it or was on it until recently i believe still um, pops in every now and then I yeah believe. that was a good show and i hear there are a few new shows possibly coming up in the not too distant future that mm. i probably can't talk about but um there's some good ones coming i think very exciting but we will of course try to perhaps rope you in for some guest appearances I would love that. If, if you happen to be visiting <laughs> definitely <laughs> Um, and today, uh, we also have a very special guest presenter joining us. Um, I'd like to give a very big warm welcome to Isabella. Um, Isabella is spending the week with us at the Lost Dogs Home doing her work experience. So, thank you so much for helping us on today's show, Isabella. Thank you for having me. Have you had fun so far doing I've, work experience at the home? It's been a great experience so far, working with lots of different animals and different departments. And I know this is probably a really hard question to answer because you have had so much fun, but what's your favourite part so far? Well, they're all very different. So the jobs I've been doing are very, very different. I've been working in communication, so I've been doing a lot of writing and also working with the animals. I buffed bathed two puppies yesterday so that was very hard but very fun it's pretty cool i see you've been doing a lot of um the photos for the the animals for adoption as well which is awesome Cass is lovely so it's very nice to do something very different to what i'm doing at school it's not easy to photograph animals (gasps) is it it's really not it's not they don't sit still even the cats which you'd think were a lot easier to manage are sometimes very difficult so (laughs) but you've done a fantastic job so far (laughs) thank you now, today on Pets Aloud, we're talking about some very special people. These people donate their time and open their homes to our most vulnerable animals. They give these animals care and love to help prepare them for a new life with a new family. Now, these people are our amazing foster carers. Foster carers provide temporary care to animals who are too young for adoption, recovering from surgery, or who just need some TLC or training. Now, these animals get to enjoy some rest and relaxation in a loving home environment. And it also helps give us a better idea of how they adjust to a new home and what sort of forever home would best suit them as well. Um, at the Lost Dogs Home, we currently have 50 dedicated foster carers, um, which is a good number, but we are always in need of more of these special people. Um, one of the things we often do hear from our foster carers is how incredibly rewarding that experience is to them. And I think um, at least some of us here today have been foster carers before. I've, I've certainly done a lot of um, 
a lot of fosters, both yep. cats and dogs. Yep. I've um, fostered, uh, yeah, kittens, a puppy and a dog as well. Um, before I worked at the home, I worked at another shelter and, yeah, so rewarding watching them grow and then seeing them go to their new home and knowing that you played a part in that. Definitely. Amazing. My um, my most vivid, mem- well, my favourite foster was um, I had a, a Great Dane called Odin. Um, I fostered him for four to five weeks before he we went to another rescue group, but he was just an amazing dog. Um very, very timid, um, took him a long time to come out of his shell, but just watching him get to the point where he was a, a happy, you know, uh, well-adjusted dog to be adopted was great. Now, if you do want to share your life with a pet but aren't quite ready to commit for the long haul and adopt, foster care could actually be the perfect option for you. So stay tuned for our foster care edition of Pets Allowed. Here's what's coming up. Elena, foster care coordinator at the Lost Dogs Home, will tell us more about the home's foster care program and how you can apply. You'll hear from foster carer Chloe about the memorable experience of fostering her first ever dog, Cornelius. Foster carers Ian and Janice will share their joy in welcoming bundles of foster kittens into their home. And your heart will melt when you hear the touching tale of Muffin, a brave cat who arrived at the Lost Dogs Home with severe burns on her back and was given a second chance through our foster care program. All that, plus our regular segments, news wrap, pet of the week and dog dates coming up soon. But first, let's hear from Sia with Fire Meat Gasoline. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. The Pets Allowed News Wrap. A look at the news of the week from the Lost Dogs Home. Now, Isabella, would you like to kick off our first news item of the week? Our first news item is adopted and adored cat Garfield. Last Sunday, 19th of June, was Garfield the Cat Day. On this day last year, we introduced our Facebook followers to adoptable cat Garfield in the hope that it would find him a new home. Little did we know that a loving family would spot him on Facebook and rush to our North Melbourne shelter to adopt him. A year on, we checked in with Garfield's new owner, Laura, to find out how the gentle giant had settled in with his new home. Here's what she said. Adopting an animal is the best thing that you can do. There are so many gorgeous animals that need a second chance. We've always adopted our pets and it has been a wonderful experience. We love Garfield very much. He loves to spend time with me throughout the day, sitting near me on the couch or under my feet on the floor. He particularly likes to sleep in my bed and will do anything in his power to encourage me to have an afternoon nap so he can snuggle close and give little kisses, gentle licks or headbutts, often purring his head off. Garfield isn't a particularly active cat. He loves to lounge somewhere warm or snooze for hours on end in my bed. Garfield knows how to ask for food. Whilst whilst vocalising that he wants some, he will run down to his food bowl trying to make you follow. If you don't follow, he will come back and vocalise again and try to make you follow him until he gets his little snack. We love Garfield's sweet little face, his gentle meow and the cuddles he gives us in bed. Garfield loves beds, so he will meow gently at every door of the house, hoping and pleading that someone will open the door and let him in. Garfield also loves when his dad comes home from work. He will sit on his dad's lap to watch TV and give him kisses, licks and little headbutts. If dad will lay down on the bed to watch TV, Garfield enjoys this even more, often snuggling right up to him and going off to sleep. Recently, we gave Garfield his first opportunity to go outside for a look around. After trying very hard to encourage him out, we gave up, as it was clear that he had no interest in the outdoors. Garfield has, however, always loved looking out the windows and smelling the air through the sliding door, but that's about it. Garfield has found his new forever home, but we have many other cats waiting to find theirs. Check out their profiles online at dogshome.com. And that brings us to our second news item of the week, which is about National Desexing Month. So July is National Desexing Month, and the Lost Dogs Home is getting on board to offer discounted cat and dog desexing to help those who do need it most. 
Thousands of unwanted puppies and kittens are born each year. Some of them will find homes, while others will end up in animal shelters or face life on the streets. Now, desexing your pet means they'll never contribute to the high number of homeless animals in our community. And plus, it can help make them happier and healthier as well. Are you wondering why you should desex your pet? There are lots of reasons. So cats and dogs can start breeding from a very young age and an unplanned litter means a lot of work for you. So it will be your responsibility to make sure the kittens and puppies are vaccinated, flea and worm treated, microchipped and desexed, which all adds up and is really expensive. And then ultimately you'll need to make sure that they are rehomed to responsible new owners. Uh, and also there are lots of benefits to your pet's health as well. So desexed pets generally live longer and healthier lives and desexing can help prevent the development of certain types of cancers as well. And your pets uh, will also be less likely to wander, fight or show antisocial or territorial behaviour, such as mounting or spraying. So it can benefit both their health and behaviour, really. So from the 1st until the 31st of July 2016, Lost Dogs Home's Frank Samway's Veterinary Clinic is offering discounted cat and dog desexing on presentation of a pension card, health card or concession card. Prices will vary depending on the type and size of the animal, and you can find the price list on our website at dogshome.com. To book or find out more about our discounted desexing this July, contact the friendly team at our Frank Samways Vet Clinic on 93292755. And now that brings us to our Pet of the Week segment. This week's Pet of the Week. Isabella, do you want to tell us a bit about this week's Pet of the Week? This week's Pet of the Week is Midnight... A one-year-old and seven-month-old cat, a domestic short-haired white, and his animal ID is 1010982. Minna is a fun-loving, enthusiastic and energetic young cat. He has a white coat, piercing green eyes and an adorable pink nose. Midnight isn't afraid to approach you for contact, so be sure to give him a friendly scratch under the chin when he does. However, although Midnight is quite affectionate, he would much rather be kept on all fours. This means most of his adventures and investigations will be stuck to the ground. But not to worry, Midnight is definitely a great cat to keep you company, especially if you're looking for a loving companion to play with. Due to his light features, Midnight is looking for a home where he can live indoors with practice with protection from the sun. And you actually went down to the shelter and met him, didn't you? I did. What did you think of him? He sort of reminds me of Egyptian cat. He's not, though, but he is quite gorgeous, very graceful and very playful. And you met a few of the other cats as well? I did. There's a lot of cats in there at the moment and they all need very good homes, so I definitely recommend going to adopt one. And it's hard not to want to take them all home, isn't it? I met one the other day and my dad's allergic, so... I would have just secretly brought him home. (laughs) If you did miss the ID number or you just want further information on how to adopt, look for Midnight on the Lost Dogs Home website at dogshome.com. If you are looking to adopt from the Lost Dogs Home, please do give the shelter a call before you visit, just to make sure that the animal you're interested in is still available and isn't already going through the adoption process with another family. You can also contact our North Melbourne Shelter on 93292755 or, of course, visit in person at 2 Gracie Street, North Melbourne. And Midnight is one of just many cats, as we just mentioned, who are, are looking for a new home. I think we have sort of around 60 or 70 cats and kittens up for adoption just at North Melbourne, which is a huge number. And also, I assume, a high number at Camp Aspie as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> probably not 60 or 70, but no. definitely a high number. So if you are looking to adopt a, a cat, please do consider uh, opening your home and heart to a shelter animal. They reward you for the rest of their lives. They, they know that you've given them a, a good start to a new life and they appreciate it. 
Now, do you want to experience the love of a pet and help change an animal's life? Maybe you're not quite ready to adopt yet. Don't worry, foster care could be the perfect option for you. Stay tuned to learn more about how you can become a pet foster carer for the Lost Dogs Home. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Do you dream of sharing your home with a pet but can't make the long-term commitment at the moment? What if we told you that you could look after gorgeous kittens, puppies, cats or dogs, but just for a little while, no long-term commitment required? You could keep them in your home, watch them grow, help them learn and have heaps of fun playing. Then you would bring them back to us and we would find them a permanent new home. Does it sound too good to be true? Well, it isn't. This is what our dedicated foster carers do to help give shelter animals a second chance. And you can become one of them. It takes a special kind of person to become a foster carer for the Lost Dogs Home. If you are selected for the role, the experience is incredibly rewarding. Foster carers give cats, kittens, dogs and puppies a temporary home away from the busy shelter environment to allow them to grow, recover and rehabilitate. These animals may be too young for adoption, recovering from surgery, or just in need for some extra training and TLC. At the home, we have a dedicated foster care coordinator who will match your capabilities with the foster animal's needs. Our foster care coordinator, Eleanor, recently caught up with Pets Aloud presenter Sam to show us more about the foster care program at the home and how you can apply. What does being a foster carer with the Lost Dogs Home involve? So being a foster carer with the Lost Dogs Home, it takes obviously someone who is committed, who can show compassion, maturity. They need to be over the age of 18. They should be, we expect them to be dedicated and committed to the program. If they do rent, they will need landlord permission. We need to make sure that they've got a safe, secured home environment and ideally they'd need to have their own form of transportation to be able to pick the animal up and bring it back to any scheduled veterinary appointments if needed. Yeah. So there would be some um, car involvement with that and just, I guess, regular care that you would expect with a normal regular, pet anyway. Exactly. So even if you don't have your own vehicle, um, as long as you can have someone that might be able to accommodate to be able to deliver to and from those appointments. If anyone was interested in becoming a foster carer, are there any out-of-pocket expenses that they'd have to do? There's no out-of-pocket expenses at all. The Lost Dogs Home does provide everything to our foster carer. So all the supplies, um, meaning any food, obviously food's a necessity, so all the food, bedding supplies, medication if needed, so if they're recovering from some type of surgery and they still need a bit of medication, um, and any equipment as well. So everything's provided, there's no out-of-pocket expense. And what qualities make a good foster carer? So to be a good foster carer, we, we do ask that obviously you are understanding and compassionate to these animals' needs. We ask that you are able to provide um, a good home for this animal, obviously being a temporary home, but just treat this animal as if you would your own, being able to be responsible for the cleaning, the feeding and the day-to-day care for this animal and also interacting with it, playing with it and socialising. It's a really important aspect of foster care too. So if someone was, say, in an apartment and they had approval from the landlord but they couldn't take care of dogs, could they just take care of cats or could they just take care of dogs? Yeah, absolutely. So what we do, you know, we don't want to pigeonhole people but we do try to make sure we suit, you know, that carer to that animal. So trying to um, to match an animal best suited to the, you know, the current lifestyle and living arrangements of that um, foster carer. And if someone is interested in becoming a foster carer with the home, how would they go about applying to become one? So the best way to apply is to visit our website. So for those of you who don't know it, it's www.dogshome.com forward slash foster. There you can download an application form, either submit it online or um, submit it by post. Once I've received the application, I'll be in touch and organise an interview with that um, application or the applicant. And then from there, 
we go through an induction process, so making sure it's um, their understanding of, of the program and what's involved. That was Elena, foster care coordinator at the Lost Dogs Home, telling us more about the home's foster care program. And as Elena mentioned, we are always on the lookout for foster carers um, to help our cats, kittens, dogs and puppies who do need some extra TLC to help them on their journey towards finding their new forever home. Um, At the moment, we're particularly in need of foster carers who have had some experience with dogs. So we have many dogs who need to spend some time in behavioural foster And what that means is that they need um, some extra help with their training. So they might have separation anxiety, they might be a bit scared and unsure, and and they might just need some confidence building. We do develop a plan for each of these dogs, um, which is always tailored to their unique needs. Um, And you'll receive all the information you need. And of course, we're always available if you need support. So really the goal is for you to spend time with your foster dog to help teach them new skills, which will not only help their confidence, but increase their, their appeal to potential adopters and also help them enjoy a smooth transition into their new home. This is a very rewarding experience, being able to give them help to grow to learn. Behavioural foster care can last anywhere from a few days to a few weeks. Foster care is a great way to give a pet time out in a home environment whilst creating essential space at our shelters. All expenses are covered by the home, so all you need to do is provide your time and lots of love. For more information about the Homes Foster Care Program and to apply, visit dogshome.com. And foster caring dogs, I know both of us have done that before, Manuel, and it is such a rewarding thing. Um, I remember once I fostered a puppy who had been born at a shelter, not the Lost Dogs Home, another shelter, um, and so taking him home and kind of teaching him how to be a companion, you know, how to live in a house with people, how to get along with other dogs and how not to be scared of people as well. Yeah, and that's often the most important part of foster care, even if it's a medical case or something something unrelated to behavioural issues. It's really all about making them socialised, getting them to the point where they can be adopted to a new home. That's the important thing. Absolutely, and help, I'm sure it helps them as well settle into their new home and into their routine, hopefully. Definitely. Now, whether you're a dog lover or a cat lover or both, becoming a pet foster carer is a great way to make a difference to the lives of animals in need. Up next, dog foster carer Chloe will share what inspired her to take on this rewarding role. Joy 94.9 This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9 and today we're talking all about pet foster carers and the important role they play in caring for animals in need. Foster carers really are one of a kind. They give a safe and nurturing environment to shelter animals, all the time knowing that the day will come when they'll watch their foster animal take confident steps into their loving new home. Being a foster carer is an exercise of unconditional love and selflessness, but our carers understand the vital role they play in the lives of shelter animals. So what motivates someone to become a foster carer? Earlier this year, we caught up with dog lover Chloe to find out what inspired her. So I'm renting at the moment, so I don't or can't commit to having a dog just because I don't really know, you know where I'll be in the future. Whereas with fostering, I can look after a dog and be helping them, but without the fear of having to give them up if something happened. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, Now, your first foster dog was Cornelius, a Mastiff cross. Can you tell us a bit about him? 
Yeah, he was a great dog. Um, I would have loved to adopt him myself again if circumstances were different. I had him to see whether he had separation anxiety. Uh, he showed a little bit of it, but it wasn't too bad, and he got along well with my cats and was just a very relaxed dog. So what did it involve um, when you were caring for him? What sort of things did you need to do? So he was on medication for his ear infection, so he had a tablet every day as well as ear drop. And then other than that, it was just basic like, walking him, taking him out to the toilet and feeding. And sort of just helping him, I guess, adjust to a home environment as well? Yeah, he took it um, pretty well. Um, to begin with, he was crated just to see how he went with the cat. Once he showed no aggression or interest, he was out in the house just wandering around with them, uh, spent most of his time laying at our feet. Is it hard to say goodbye when they are adopted? Um, it was a little bit, I guess, because he was my first foster. It was harder, I can never get easier. So what advice would you give to anyone out there who's thinking about becoming a pet foster carer? Uh, just know what you're capable of. So some people might not be able to take on all animals and circumstances. So I'm willing, I can take kittens, but I couldn't take cats just because it would affect my current cats. Yeah, of course. Uh, definitely yeah. important to consider the resident pets, isn't it? Yeah, so they should always be the main priority. Uh, so, yeah, and with dogs, so I wouldn't take any dogs that could be exactly towards that. Then Cornelius went back on Monday. He was put up for adoption on Tuesday. Then on Thursday, when I was at the home with Walking Dogs, who was actually adopted and I was able to be a part of him being adopted. That must be such an incredible experience, seeing yeah. him go from being in care with you to, to finding his forever home. Yeah, it was great to be able to meet the people that were adopting him and I took him out to their car to say goodbye, so that was really good and very rewarding. And that was Chloe talking about what it's like to be a foster carer for the Lost Dogs Home. If you think you can open your home and heart to an animal in need uh, for temporary foster care, we want to hear from you. You can find out more information about the Lost Dogs Home's foster care program at dogshome.com and you can also download the application form there. And as we mentioned before the break, the Lost Dogs Home is in particular need of foster carers who have experience with dogs. So we have quite a few dogs who need to spend some time in behaviour foster um, just, just to help with some further training to help them adjust to their new home as well. So they might have separation anxiety um, or they might need some confidence building because they're just a bit scared and unsure. And we do develop a, a plan for each of these dogs just for their specific needs. So it's definitely not a, a one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, so you'll receive all of the info you need. And, of course, we're always available if you need any further support. And so really the goal with Behavioural Foster is for you to spend time with your foster dog to help teach them new skills, um, which will not only help to build their confidence 
but it will also increase their appeal to potential adopters and it will help them settle into their new home as well so they'll know what it's like to be part of a family and, and adjust to a routine. So definitely beneficial for the dog. And of course, it's a really rewarding experience for you too, being able to ha- you know watch them grow and learn and then you know see them head off to their forever homes knowing that you played such a, an important part of that. So behaviour foster can last anywhere from a few days to a few weeks. It really just depends on the individual animal, but you will be placed with an animal who who suits you as well. Now imagine sharing your home with bundles of kittens, caring for them and watching them grow, then seeing them off to start their new lives. That's exactly what our foster carers Ian and Janice do. Up next, they'll tell us their rewarding kitten foster journey. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Ian and Janice had been looking for volunteering opportunities with animals for years and thought that fostering with the home would be a great way to give back to the community. Now let's hear about more about what inspired them to become foster carers and why they think it's so rewarding. Thank you Janice and Ian for joining us today to talk about foster care. So what inspired you to become foster carers for the Lost Dogs Home? I'm a lover of animals and um, kind of roped Ian in the long run. I tried elsewhere a number of years back to um, look after dogs or you know that type of thing and it didn't quite work so um, when I saw this ad uh, in the paper for uh, foster carers for kittens I jumped at it and um, we haven't looked back really, we've been doing it for nearly a year and absolutely love it. And I enjoy it too. I've recently retired, so you know, I've got more time to help out around the place and Janice is still working part-time, so we operate from home, so. We're in and out the door all day long. Yeah. And see the kittens regularly and feed them. A couple of boys at home that does backup support, so that's been very good. We're all lovers of animals and that's what basically brought us into doing it because we had this extra time on our hands. I'm sure you've had many wonderful experiences fostering so far. Do you have any really memorable ones that stand out? Probably our first first life. Just before Christmas, they were an early Christmas present and Elena, the coordinator of the foster care program, or might have even been uh, Manuel at the time, presented us with six kittens. And we had some black and whites and a couple of tortoise shells. We had them all in a cage, the six of them. Big cage. Yeah, big cage cage Mm. to help them manage themselves and control them a lot better. We put them all away overnight and feed them and we come out in the morning and there'd be one out of the cage. And he said, how the hell did that happen? So the next night we tried it again and sure enough, out was another one. So well, the same one. Same one. Yeah. And she was the littlest and we thought, well, this one is obviously, we've got a name for her, we called her Houdini. We watched her one night and she went along the, the rungs in the cage and eventually found the extra wide spot that she could push herself through and hence that's how she was getting out. joy on how they all became different personalities as they all grew up. Lots of fun watching them play and playing with them. And there was this cute little one we named Tiny. She was so little, the little tortoise shell. Mm. She was just sat in the palm of your hand and just wanted to get cuddles. What do you love most about being foster carers? The welcoming home that we get every time we return home after being out is fantastic. Uh, Meow, meow. 
that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, always um, welcome. And the benefit of uh, having them in your own home, that works for us. We're in and out of the door throughout the day, so able to feed them normally three times a day and care for them should they need any medications. That's probably the most brilliant thing. And then backwards and forwards to the uh, lost dog's home should they need injections or to be cared for through the vet. Must be rewarding as well, watching them grow. We love that, yes. Um, to know what you've, like a two and a half week old kitten, and you get to the eight week stage, and you think, yes, we've got there. It's rewarding to see them grow, and they give you back lots of fun and entertainment as well. We get extra visitors now because people come not so much to visit us, but to see what new uh, lot of kittens we have and how they're coping, and they all want to play with them. And yeah, so yeah, it's a bit of an open house um, at our place. It always has been with the three boys we've got, but um, yeah, with the extra kittens now, it's. Um, Right. Again. <laughs> Is it hard to say goodbye to them when you have to bring them back for adoption? Yes. And probably the best way to counteract that is by having um, another lot of kittens or even one kitten to replace what you're leaving behind. Um, I've had numerous tears over leaving them behind and uh, luckily enough Elena has um, quite often rung me the following day and said there's new ones here, um, would you like them? And I said yes. So um, yes, don't like that gap in between. Even though we have our own cat and dog at home, um, it's the little ones that probably get to me. That was Ian and Janice sharing their experience being kitten foster carers for the Lost Dogs Home and the track behind there was from Ben Sound. Up next, you're going to hear the touching tale of Muffin the Cat, so stay tuned for that. Have you ever had a secret? I mean, not just any secret, a, a big secret. The kind that hurts to keep in. I've never said this out loud before, but I'll try my best. I mean, you don't really know me, so I, I guess I can tell you. Okay, uh, here we go. I'm gay. You're Accepted, the Facebook app that allows LGBTI youth to come out anonymously. Visit youreaccepted.com.au. Another community message supported by Joy 94.9. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9 and today we're talking all about the life-changing work of our dedicated foster carers at the Lost Dogs Home. Now, each and every year our foster carers help us give a second chance to hundreds of animals. Often the animals entering our foster care program are the most vulnerable, so they may have suffered illness or injury and need some time to recover following surgery. They might be tiny and weak, too small for adoption, or they might be in need of some extra training or TLC to help them adjust to a new home. Whatever the needs of these animals, our foster carers are standing by to offer a loving home environment where they can rest, recover and be part of a family. Muffin the cat is one of many animals whose life has been changed thanks to the, foster, the, the home's foster care program. A gentle cat with a sweet temperament, five-year-old Muffin was a connoisseur of comfort who loved nothing more than sharing her affection with those closest to her. However, things haven't always been smooth sailing for this friendly feline. We were shocked at the condition this sweet-natured tabby arrived in. Found alone and frightened by a member of the public, Muffin had what looked like severe chemical burns on her back. Whether or not her injuries were caused by accident or on purpose, we'll never know. The fur had been singed off, leaving horrible wounds that were no doubt terribly painful for poor Muffin, and left her at high risk of infection. For almost a month, Muffin remained under the watchful eye of our vet team. She received immediate medical treatment and care, and was monitored until she was ready to move in with a foster carer to continue her recovery. Muffin formed a close bond with Claire, a vet nurse here at the home, so it was decided that Claire would take her home until her wounds healed. 
After such a traumatic ordeal, Muffin was a little nervous when she first arrived at Claire's house. Claire had already had another cat, who Muffin soon became good friends with. She was less than interested in Claire's two dogs, tolerating their presence as long as it didn't mean she missed out on chin pats and head rubs. Claire said, Muffin is such a sweet and gentle girl. She was really easy cat to have around and pretty much liked their doing. she liked doing her own thing. Although she loved attention and being spoiled, she's not really a sit-on-your-lap type of cat, but she's affectionate in other ways. Now, it took another four weeks for Muffin's back to heal, and while it was really hard to say goodbye, Claire knew that Muffin was ready to find the loving new permanent home that she deserved. Fully recovered, Muffin was put up for adoption at the shelter where she quickly became a team favourite. And surprisingly though, she was overlooked again and again by potential new adopters. Now it might have been that her burns, you know, they healed but they were still exposed with patchy fur and that might have been a bit off-putting to adopters. Some pets are adopted within days while others will spend weeks or even months waiting for someone to come along and choose them. The latter was the case for Muffin, unfortunately. For 102 days, she quietly sat in her cat condo and watched as her fellow sheltermates found new homes, hoping it would be her turn next. That was until proud cat lover named Laura arrived at the home. Laura had recently moved to Melbourne and was looking for a pet cat to make her house feel more like a home. Laura said, I found it so hard just to pick one cat or kitten, so I asked which cat had been up for adoption the longest and they introduced me to Muffin. She was a very sassy and independent feline. She loved sleeping atop of my my loft and playing in the garden, though she knows that it isn't allowed to play outside until her sunscreen is on to protect the scars on her back and her pink little nose. Whatever had to cause those horrific burns on poor Muffin's back, it thankfully didn't affect her feelings about humans. She's now happy, pain-free, and loved by a family of her very own. To mark her new life, she also has a new name, Alo B, or B for short. We're always on the lookout for foster carers to help care for our cats and kittens, just like Muffin, who needs some extra TLC to help them on their journey towards finding a new home. Foster care periods can last anywhere from two days to four weeks, so it's a great way to give a cat time out in a home environment while creating essential space at our shelters. All expenses are covered by the home, so all you need to provide is your time and lots of love. For more information on the home's foster care program, please visit dogshome.com. And if you're not able to foster at the moment, another way you can help is by making a donation to support the care of pets like Muffin. So over the winter months, we're expecting around 5,000 animals to come into the care of the Lost Dogs Home, and many of them will need extra care and attention to help prepare them for adoption, whether that's surgery, behaviour training, or time uh, in foster care. Now we are a charity organisation, so without your support, these programs would not be possible. So if you want to make a donation to help, please visit dogshome.com or give us a call on... On 93292755. And we've nearly reached the end of another show, but before we go, we're going to tell you about some of the pet friendly and animal themed events around town. That's up next on Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Your pets community calendar. This is Dog Dates. Isabella, would you like to tell us about our dog date for the week? Well, July is our national desexing month. The Lost Dogs Home is getting on board to offer discounted cats and dog desexing to help those who need it most. Desexing your pet means they'll never contribute to the high numbers of homeless animals in our community. Plus, desex pets generally live longer and healthier lives. From 1st to the 31st of July 2016, the Lost Dogs Home is offering uh, discounted cat and dog desexing on presentation of a pension card, healthcare card or concession card. Prices vary depending on the type and size of the animal. To book or find out more about discounted desexing this July, contact our Frank Samways Vet Clinic on 93292755. And that brings us to the end of another show. 
Thank you, Manuel, for joining us for your last Pets Aloud show. You're most welcome. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and, of course, as, as well, our special guest, Isabella. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've had heaps of fun. I have. Thank you very much for having me. Now, before we go, just a quick reminder, our pet of the week is Midnight, a gorgeous cat who is up for adoption at our North Melbourne shelter. To learn more about him, you can visit dogshome.com. Coming up next is Aaron bringing you the latest indie and alternative hits with Sass. Did you miss part of the show today? Don't worry, you can podcast it via our profile page at joy.org.au slash pets allowed. Don't forget to walk your dogs and pat your cats. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.